T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you know, dating is hard. Everybody says, you know, it's hard to find somebody. Um, but when you do find somebody, break up with them. What do you look for in the next person? I don't know if you would look for this specifically, but there's a TikToker with an unusual strategy when it comes to dating. Okay. I only date boys with the name Alex. I dated my first Alex, and when we broke up, I was so heartbroken. And every time I heard the name Alex, I saw it, I would just get so triggered. A few months later, I started coincidentally going on a few dates with this boy named Alex. And not only did I reclaim that name for myself, but it was also so much easier to just maneuver in my life just with another Alex, Alex number two, introduced him to my family and my friends. No one's going to confuse his name with my ex-boyfriend. And then when Alex number two and I broke up, I thought I should continue this trend of only dating boys named Alex because I could date multiple people at once and never get them confused. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a different strategy, right? It's like Pokemon for Alex. Gotta catch them all. I guess so. All the Alexes. Alex one, two, three, four, and five. I used to know a guy in radio and he was really tough on producers and they would quit all the time. Yeah. And so he would name them the same thing. <laughs> so every time he got a new producer, it had the same name. And people yeah. were like, he sounds different, but it's got the same name. And he just always calls producer the same name. Yeah. That's funny. Well, you know what? And in dating, a lot of times, you know, let's say you've been dating somebody for a long time. You're in the new relationship and you call that person that name or whatever. And it causes a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, uh, how's the, how can I fix this? We'll just date the same name people. The only problems I see with that is it's hard enough to find someone to go out with, much less limiting yourself yeah. only to people with a certain name. It's yeah. like, you know, when you're dating online and you narrow the fill down, like, you know, what radius you're going to be dating from. And uh, put a filter on it. You put a filter on it, and then they've only got to be named Alex. So there's <laughs> going to be very distinct... What you could uh, also do is just ask them, say, Alex is a special name to me. Can you just change your name to Alex? Can, I, can that be your nickname or whatever you choose? I guess so. And then the guy would be like, well, I, I guess so. Because guys will do anything if yeah. they're hot. He's like, but my name is Brad. And she's like, okay, Alex, calm yeah, down. Exactly. No, okay, she's strange. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I think yeah. all of it's weird. But, you know, I have a buddy of mine just named his dog Otis. Oh, they stole yeah. your name. <laughs> so now we call, and it's the same group of, of guys that hang out, so we call it 01 and 02. Why did he do that? I, I think because he liked the name. But, and but kinda, you already had it. Yeah, that's kind of weird, too. That's really weird and it's bad like form, man. Like he's you're his best friend ever. If, if I knew <laughs> my dog Otis, that would be a jerk move. 
Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, absolutely. No. It's just like stealing a kid's name. You don't do that. It's a dog. I'm it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's, your, you know, it's confusing. No, no, no. Because honestly, my son's named Judah, and I know, I know another Judah that it comes from. Obviously, the one in the Bible, but there's another Judah. Actually, Judah and the Lion. He's nicknamed after my sister-in-law's uh, who's a grown person nephew, nephew. that doesn't count i'm talking about if you were named your kid after some other person just had a baby a month earlier is your friend with the kid judah is that the same one with the dog otis because no. i think we're seeing a trend here oh no no, no. i said that's my in- that's that's my my brother's wife's oh. you're just her, trying her to cover <laughs> that person can hear us so. right now and you're just trying to cover for him i'll call him out and say that was a jerk move you to can actually Hawk's talk to name. him face to face he's bigger than you and is you it ron him. yeah i'll tell yeah. ron that's yeah. a jerk move to steal a name it's not no it's, it's not lazy big, it's like he can't come up with his own it's not a big deal I at agree, all ronald that's lame that is not i'm not gonna tell him my dog's names anymore because you know <laughs> what he might steal it okay but we were talking about dating the same name over and over yeah like, well we've got into a much more serious topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody stole my dog name. And you don't because, even care. Honestly, I thought it was kind of like a badge of honor. They thought, well, that's such a good name. You know what? I want to use it too. So it's kind of like it, I, it gave me a little boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His name is Next Kid Asa. Ooh. Just keep going down the line. It's not a kid, it's a dog. Yeah, but you had the friend who named his kid Judah. Keep up. He's just stealing names. I'm the one that stole the name for Judah. That's you why he doesn't up. have a problem with this. <laughs> yeah, Hawk stole a baby confusing. name and Bless her heart. his friend stole <laughs> his dog name. Um, All right. well, anyway, okay. Did he at least come and ask you permission? I, 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 no. I don't even want to talk about that now. Okay, yeah. I bet you don't. How about dating? What do you guys think about dating the guy with the same name over and over? Just that, All right. Yeah, it's, like, it's almost like Alex the sequel. I will get back to dating then. I would never date someone that would steal a dog name. all right i'm moving on yeah it's the hawk and tom show on b93.7 you know our world right now is so consumed with searching for anything that anyone might do that's cultural appropriation or racism or any of these things Mm -hmm. and i think it's going to be hard to defeat that completely because i believe the human brain is wired to look or some differences between you and someone else. And it goes even to a story in the news that I saw today and a conversation we had here in the studio. Okay. The news story was about a man who came home to his apartment, found his neighbor who had started a fire in the apartment, wearing his clothes, eating his food, and apparently just tearing the place apart. And they held him down until the police got there and they arrested him. And the first thing I did after reading that story is I wanted to find this guy's arrest photo. I wanted to see his mug shot because in my mind, I want to see the person that did this. I want to establish, did they look crazy or not? I know, you know what? I think that makes sense. It's like I think a lot of people are curious to say, because you hear the story and like, something's broken with this guy. Would I have yeah. been able to spot it? Yeah. Or can I at least look at it and go, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you to, you're so judgmental of what they look like after you hear the story. Like, yeah, that, that'd be kind of person to do that. And I think a majority <laughs> of the time it does show, but sometimes it doesn't. No, yeah. sometimes there's, you're like, they look yeah. perfectly normal. Look over here. Another <laughs> example, <laughs> and this is a little different, but I was reading up on someone and they had uh, lost a loved one. So I went to to search up on this person and find out what happened. How did that person die? It was a younger aged person. Okay. And so 
I always get frustrated when you go to obituaries and they don't tell you how the person yeah, passed. They really should give all details. Or at least a, just an outlet, cancer, a car wreck, something so you yeah. know why did they die early? What mm-hmm. was it? And I think it's just part of human nature in us is that we just need these little factoids of information so that we can stuff it away in our brain and categorize it as like, well, I'm not going to do that, or I'll watch out for that. Yeah, or it's I'll just, watch out for that person. It makes if us they look feel that a little way. better, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you are walking down the street, and you're like, okay, I'm going I'm to walk a little bit further away from this person. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you just pass them. And I know for me, go, going back to race, race isn't as nearly the factor no. for people. Is like, if I was to see... Three guys walking down the street, yeah. and I would judge far more on their act attitude, yeah. how they carried themselves, mm-hmm. clothes they were wearing, than I would on anything about sure. skin color. Because you know, you could have some very thuggishly dressed guys who are the same race as me that would scare me to My death. Yeah. Um, so it's it's more about trying to establish trends that we can recognize and say, oh, I'm gonna watch out for this or that. Mm-hmm. I dodge teenagers because they are mean sometimes. Really? Like you, yeah. That's you ever had a teenager make fun of you? They'll hit that one specific thing, and you're like, "Oof, that was what I was really." Is this you like your relatives? My niece. Okay, she's my gotcha. bully. Yeah. <laughs> when my nephew was younger, he made fun of the shoes I just bought. I See? never wore them after that. <laughs> wow! I never wore them. Yeah. I guess they weren't yeah. in style. I would have, <laughs> have to whapped them in the head with them and then wore them anyway. Well, how they look now. <laughs> but look how you're dressed, though. You don't really care what, yeah. what teenagers You're about say. to get whapped in the head with some <laughs> sandals. Well, I'm just saying you really don't. You don't care. I'm like, Tom, you'll take your shirt off in a heartbeat. Just, yeah. you know. You want just, me to take my shirt off? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> uh, that's there, what I heard. There yeah. have been videos where I'm like, all right, let's get it done. He's like, you want me to take my shirt off? I'm yeah. like, we don't. It's 30 <laughs> degrees and we're filming outside. But, you but can keep it on. <laughs> you'd think if he was like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, you'd think, okay. Okay, I see why he wants to take his shirt off. That would be arrogant. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when it's you with your man boobs, I'm like, wow. So he's not showing off. He's no. just relaxed. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, comfortable. I guess so. Thank yeah. you. Talking of, you know, going to see what the person looks like with their shirt off or whatever. <laughs> if you want to just go to our Facebook fan page, you can see Tom that See, way. now I feel like we need to post a picture of me topless because people are right now, they're going, I want to see what you're talking about. I, I think it's on the Hawk and Tom Facebook page. I think that's how. Oh, and good. our TikTok and our Instagram yeah. and our Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, that's the profile picture. What is it with you? Do you do that at home? It's like, you know, you're going, I'm going to go fix the car. I'm going to take my shirt off, okay, honey? You know, or... No, uh, not gotta, so much. Okay. Got to go use the restroom. I'm going to take my shirt off. Or... It's more around strangers for oh. some reason. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. It's a fetish. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. Okay. How, how was church Sunday? <laughs> they don't let me do that at church. Oh, they should. They should accept everyone in the church. Yeah. Well, it's no shirt, no shoes, no salvation. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. And we are looking at the uh, Puxatawney Phil feed right now. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Puxatawney Phil saw his shadow, which means we have six more weeks of winter. Now, did he open his shadow app on his phone to figure that out? I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the way he does it now? All right. He's well, a pretty animal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether he's free, friendly or mean. They always have big gloves on when they pick him up. I, I love the name of the place they go. Gobbler's Knob. It's just funny saying. I want to go. Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? Let's see if Thelma sees her shadow this morning with a crank call. You know those, uh, you see on the back of the trucks a lot of times they'll say, 1-800-HOWS-MY-DRIVING. And you can call those numbers and report the drivers. 
Mm-hmm. We thought it would be fun to have Thelma report a driver because she's driving right behind him. Okay, yeah. so oh. she calls the number, yeah. she, but she's confused? Yeah, well, uh, Thelma's always confused. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Talk about it. His or her driving, I don't know who it's going to be. Here we go. All right. I've transformed. Thanks for gun safety hotline. Please hold. Driver hotline, are you calling to report one of our vehicles? Hello there. How are you? I'm doing good. My name is Thelma Hollister, H-O-L-I-S-T-E-A-W-A, and I'm 83 years old. Would you like to report a, uh, a driver for you? Yeah, I would. Matter of fact, I'd like to. I'm following you right now. I don't know if you can see me, but I'm in the car behind you driving right now. I saw the sign that said, How's my driving? And I called this number right now. And it's hard for an older person like me to dial the phone while driving. That's kind of dangerous in itself. But I'm right behind you. I'm driving this white Impala. Do you see me? Look, uh, well, wave, see? Well, ma'am, I'm not the one actually in the truck. I tell you what, now, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to wave, and you roll down your window and wave back at me. Do you see me right now? Ma'am, again, I'm not the one that's actually driving the truck. I tell you what, I've been following you for about the last three miles, and you've been driving very good. You're a very conscientious driver. <laughs> Uh, ma'am, I'm just on the phone taking calls for the driving. Oh, yes, and you're doing such a great job. I'll, uh, oh, wait, hold on just a minute. You just changed lanes and you didn't use your blinker. (laughs) You're supposed to use your blinker. I always use my blinker. Sometimes I leave it on for 20 or 30 miles in the left lane. (laughs) So many people get mad at me. They hate it. But other than you not putting your blinker on, you've been a very good driver. <laughs> well, man, <laughs> thank you very much. But I, like I said, I'm, I'm in the offices on the phone. I'm not actually in the truck. <laughs> I can't hear very well. I, this traffic's atrocious, though, ain't it? It's just nasty out here. <laughs> Ma'am, <laughs> uh, let me try to explain it to you. I'm just on the phone in our offices. Yeah, taking... I'm on the phone, too. Ain't... Technology's great. You can yes. talk while you're driving. Yes, it is, but you oh, got to be hey, careful. Hey, you need to wait. Slow up. Slow up because I, I got to catch up with you. You're going a little bit too fast right now. Uh, well, ma'am. <laughs> Hold on. Let me turn on my blinker. I see you turning. Hold on. I'm right behind you. Let me try to explain to you. Uh, I am not the actual person driving the truck. I am just answering the phones if you want to uh, report someone driving badly. You're driving in front of me right now. No, no, ma'am. I am not in that truck. That is one of our drivers. Well, he's driving very good. Well, well, that's good. I'm confused because it said, how's my driving? Call this number. <laughs> and I called because I thought it would be the person driving. No, ma'am, it's not. Oh, I feel so embarrassed right now. Don't be embarrassed, ma'am. I'm sorry. Don't don't be sorry. I we feel pre- stupid. You you probably think I'm stupid. No, ma'am, you are not stupid. We appreciate your call. You think I'm stupid. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, ma'am, yes, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> you are not stupid. Yes, you think I'm stupid. Ma'am. <laughs>
Ma'am, you are not stupid. You did good by calling. Well, thank you. I, I've just been following you for no good reason then. I hate to rush it, but I do have other calls to get. Other people are calling. Oh, you must have a lot of bad drivers then. <laughs> well, we hope not. Yeah, well, you've been very nice. What's your name? My name is Mike. Well, Mike, thank you. You're, I appreciate you're, your time today. You're welcome, and, and you drive safely out there. Oh, I will. I have been. Okay, thank right. you for calling. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love you, too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Are you going to hang up? <laughs> I was waiting for you to, ma'am. All right, on three. One, okay. two, three. Bye-bye. <laughs> there you go. That's Thelma Hollister being a little bit confused there. Apparently, you don't report to the guy driving in front of you on those stickers. No. <laughs> I'll tell her. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We are talking about Puxatawney Phil, and mm-hmm. we were there with the live stream. More or less, <laughs> uh, so as he announced, six more weeks of winter. However, Beauregard, uh, according to Tory, mm-hmm. has said that there's actually uh, he did not see a shadow, and there's going to be spring sooner. Mm-hmm. Now, I did think it was weird when he came out of his hole; he had a mask on. Who? I don't know. Which one? Uh, Puck's Tiny okay. Phil. Yeah, I had a mask on this year. I did not see that. I guess because of the flu, still going on COVID. I did not see that. Mm. Well, you got to think about it. Puck's Tiny Phil is up north. It's colder up there. It's true. Yeah. But regards in Georgia, it's warmer down here. So and that's why we have correct. three of them, actually, because there's also the Ballsack Billy, which is the prairie okay, version. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's actually the Canadian prairie because it is a town called Ballsack, B-A-L-Z-A-C. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. In case you were being dirty. Um, but I, I did a little research on this just to make sure that we are putting our faith in these guys with with good uh, intentions, in, not intentions, but no. with good reason. Okay, because I mean I know most weathermen just about fifty and fifty if they're lucky, and whether women, we have but, Kendra Kent, our but friend. I just wondered whether or not the, these guys are good or not. Okay. They say don't put too much stock in Puxatawney Phil's prediction. He's been making them since 1886, and he's only been right 39% of the time, which is very similar to a weather forecaster. Well, Um, I thought he got his meteorologist degree from Penn State, though, didn't he? I do not know the answer to that. That's according to my research. They say you'd be better off flipping a coin. Really? Yes. Okay. However, <laughs> the Groundhog Club says that is not true. He's never been wrong. It's just their fault for misinterpreting his groundhoggy's language. Oh, so they, I see. they blame themselves. <laughs> Here's another interesting thing uh, Puxatawney Phil usually predicts six more weeks of winter, yeah. not just by a little, but by a lot. Coming in today, he had seen his shadow 106 times. Mm-hmm plus one partial shadow in 1942. He's only said that there was no shadow 19 times that we know of. Hmm. There are 10 years where there's no record, and I'm not sure what happened to those years. And I wonder if it's more of he comes out, he sees all the people, and he's like, nope, too much, going back in. (laughs) Maybe. Since we don't speak (laughs) groundhoggies as fluently as we should, we'll never know. Watching the live video feed leading up to it, I would leave too because (laughs) the people seemed a little crazy up there. (laughs) Dancing around, singing on stage in these crazy outfits. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely... it's. it's a really big celebration, but it's yeah. very clear it came from humble beginnings and it hasn't gotten much different. Well, I was reading an article where it said before the Bill Murray 
Groundhog Day movie came out, only about 2,000 people came out to see Puxatani Phil. And now in 2020, 40,000 people were there. crazy? And that is a great movie. I uh, know there's some people that have never seen it. Tori. I can't believe Come on. that. I just watch it over and over and over it. again. Oh, now you're you trying get to be funny. The groundhog. Yeah, but you didn't trying, see it. But you I'm doing seen so it. well all day. Yeah, no, my okay. Did you pay attention? So <laughs> To what? <laughs> the partial shadow. That was during World War II, and he supposedly said war clouds have blacked out parts of the shadow. Uh-huh. And in 1943, he did not make an appearance at all. Hmm. Uh, this is interesting. They used to eat Puxatawney Phil after he made oh. his prediction. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> in 1887, okay. they yeah. served him up after his first official Groundhog Day and said he was quite tender. Mm-hmm. That seems oh. really wrong. That is wrong. But That's why he keeps going back down. I, I would run right him. back in for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, maybe they started eating the ones who predict winter. Maybe they'll predict summer a little, <laughs> little more these days. <laughs> However... According to the officials at the Groundhog Club, they say he's immortal. He drinks the elixir of life every summer, and they say they've been using the same groundhog every year for 100 years. Now, I don't believe that's that. just like your kid's fish. <laughs> yeah. that live forever. Man, mine Stop. have been dying lately. Like I've, I've been, Three or four of them have died. Okay. I, just, I just keep replacing them. Kids don't know it. Okay, Phil has a wife. Really? Her name is Phyllis. Hmm. And they've never had kids, uh, but she does not drink the elixir of life. So I don't know if he has to remarry after she you know, he becomes wow, a widower or what. It's not fair. I've seen that movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, during Prohibition, Phil threatened to take drastic action. He said if they didn't let him have a drink, he would impose 60 more weeks of winter. 60. Is that true? Is yes, that, that's true. Wikipedia. Yeah. I feel like we've had 60 this year. Yeah. Uh, and this is interesting. The uh, Gobbler's Knob event attracts mm-hmm. thousands of people. The record was around 40,000 in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the next year in 2021 was uh, virtually zero wow. uh, oh. because of the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And before Bill Murray had the movie oh, out 30 sorry. years ago, only 2,000 people showed up. <laughs> I read ahead before you did. Sorry. Okay. Um, and then they say, uh, speaking of the movie, some nut just watched it every day for a full year and wrote an article about it. I'd like oh. to read that. Really? <laughs> he says he went through four stages. The first month was fun. He focused on the story. After that, he knew it so well, he started zoning in on tiny details. He, uh, there's a kid in a wheelchair in the background of the hospital scene. He realized it's the same kid that Bill Murray starts to catch every day when he falls out of the tree. I did notice that. That's a pretty clever detail. Yeah, that's pretty cool. uh, the third stage was six months in where he'd memorized everything and he was talking to the characters as it played. And then the fourth stage, he started to enjoy it again after about nine months. Mm, okay. So I would recommend not doing that. No. Watching Groundhog Day for, for a, a year. year. Well, and I had a couple other things I saw that more people believe in Pakistani Phil than in climate change. <laughs> my research. I would agree with that. Yeah, he, uh, Phil spends one day a year predicting weather and the other 364 binge watching Netflix. I think it's a lot like Santa there. Yeah. <laughs> and he released a rap album back in the 90s. Pakistani Phil. Really? <laughs> yeah, and if you can spell Pakistani, you live in Pakistani. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to spell Puxatani. And honestly, Tom, you won spelling bees when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. Spell Puxatani. Let's see if you can do it. P-U-N-X. Yeah. 
U T A W N E Y. It's P U N X S. See? Oh, I missed the S. U T A W N E Y. Okay. Now make a sentence. That was not one of our spelling words. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thank a good God. thing, too. Well, he did see a shadow today, so more bad weather heading our way. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.